What's up, everybody? It's me, Tahira Savannah. You're tuned into Live Hangouts. Tahira keeps it too real, a podcast for black mental health. We're continuing in our possibly one of our trigger episodes today. How the lack of self-awareness can trigger us into a big spiral of bullshit. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Here we go. Self-awareness is defined as the conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. So if you know who you are, where you're going, the things that make you happy, the things that make you sad, you understand your triggers, you understand that a trigger is your body's physiological response to negative feelings, negative environments, feelings of trauma, abuse. That is what a trigger is. I feel like a lot of people understand triggers like, oh, you're triggering me. That means that you have not controlled those triggers. Triggers are not something to be like, I know I'm like this. Like I go back to, I think I spoke about this on this podcast before. People who want to say they're introverted or extroverted. I feel like all these words that were created were a, a way for us to bullshit our way out of actually being good human beings. And there's no such thing as being introverted or extroverted. There's parts of your, social, your personality that's sociable and there's parts of your personalities that's reserved. I listen to a lot of spiritual leaders and you read a lot of spiritual books, just things about humanity as a whole. It doesn't really matter what race you are, what religion, those things that keep us all intact as humanity. It's really basic things. I mean, I honestly think that's what the Bible and religion was created to tell us. Like these are basically the entire capacity for humanity. It includes like seedy stuff like rape and incest and cheating on one's wife, which we now learn are based off religion, negative things, sinful things. Also, being bright, being light, being prosperous, sharing what you have, you know what I mean? Helping others for free. Like, you know, you're not charging a service. Those are other things that we deem positive, right? It helps us get to this utopian heaven, whatever you want to call it, right? I feel like those basic things, those basic parameters that were like, let's say in the Bible, whatever it is that you want to read and believe, being good, being bad, like those real big, are you a good person or a bad person, evil versus good? Those are really the parameters of humanity we all have it in us i want to say the another way to think about it is when you see like in tv growing up i remember it was always like a central character and then they have like the devil on one side and the angel on the other right it's always this battle of like hmm this part of me understand though you are both those people you are the devil and you are the angel the in person in between i mean we also understand it when we started psychology the id the ego the super ego it's also broken down in this kind of way you know those good traits are what we're all supposed to strive to be. That's what I believe religious people, where we hear people condemning people, like I'm not a person that comes from church and anything like that because of that. Because people in church believe they're so much closer to God than someone who doesn't go to church that they start condemning those. And that's not the job. The job of church is to welcome everybody, come as you are. That's supposed to be what it was supposed to be. Remember, Jesus met people out in the fields like by the lakesides and shit. It didn't really matter what it was, whoever was open to the word. We've reached so far in this kind of world that we live in, which is sinful, money, greed, gluttony, charging, we need money and we need this and all this other crap. It's why we've lost so much of that. I see that just not in the church. I see it in schooling. I see when we understand Black Lives Matter. I see when we understand the way our political systems are broken down across the world, if anything, right? You look at the Holocaust. What was that? That was 
a governmental institution attacking religious people who were poor. You understand? In America, what we see, we see a governmental institution that based off oppression of black people and indigenous tribes take advantage of that even in today's world. That's why, yeah, you hear us screaming, Black Lives Matter, it's 1%. Like, where do all those things come from? That's where we've lost our good and evil, you know? It's not one person. Like I always say in the United States, it's not cops that's the problem. It's the system that's the problem, you know? I bring up all these different ways for you to kind of see it in different perspectives. Self-awareness of oneself, though, humanity, is why we all are here, you know? We do need each other. We are all different. That is why we're the top of the food chain, bring it back to another thing in science, why was Adam and Eve at the top of the food chain? They're in charge of all the beasts around them. Because we have critical thinking skills. We have the capacity of love. We have the capacity of hate. We create wars. We create harmony, right? Music, for an example. I'm a music artist. Music, lyrics. It translates to energy. That's why you can catch a vibe by listening to a song somebody else made. It is that deep. So self-awareness is like, I think... One of the key, key, key tools in depression, in people who commit suicide, like I say, one of our, possibly one of our triggers, the way in which we see ourselves, it's very important to everything in life. One of the biggest side effects, I would say, to self-awareness as you understand mental health and just the word awareness is that it reduces the stigma alone, right? Someone like me who was open to being open, open to living my life publicly, open to being in Hollywood, open to just cameras on everywhere. It doesn't matter. You don't have to edit me. I'm good with how I come across. I am outspoken in this kind of way, right? When I recognize bipolar disorder and some of the stigmas that it came with, it never really stopped me from talking about bipolar disorder. That's because Tahira practices self-awareness. Even if I don't tell you that I have bipolar, doesn't mean that I don't know that I have bipolar. Let's take a look, look at it on the opposite side. Know a lot of people growing up around me were like liars, for example, right? Lying about this, lying about this, trying to pretend to be a certain type of person that you were very, very far off from actually being. When I study people who lied, and I really understood, like, you, I was your friend. Like, what'd you lie to me for? Like, I wasn't a person to judge. You know what I mean? It's like a person who lies, especially like a teenager, whatever, is because you're, so, you're lacking so much self-awareness that you don't even recognize that you're lying. Like, you know, it's, it was really at that point. And I'm like, so you just made up this whole fucking story because you were just sad about something. You know what I mean? That's why I also say a lot of my friends growing up made me creative because I'm like, you didn't just make up this whole story. I'm writing it. It's like, that was a crazy story. Never happened. It was fiction, you know? Come and break it down. It's like, you know, when you look at yourself, your point of view of your, the way you see yourself, your self-awareness is something bad. Oh, no, I don't like this. And most of the time in teenagers, you're just repeating a negative thought, a negative something that a parent or someone in your safety environment told you, a teacher, a coach, they're making you feel this way. So now you see yourself this way. So now you're damaging your self-awareness because now you're just this liar and don't even know that you're a liar or like a cheater. A lot of young boys go through it when they're dating girls. Not all young boys cheat on their girlfriends at young age. Some of them are just not. But a lot of them do. They start out to be nice little boys and then they turn into fuck boys. You know, it's from that. It's self-awareness. It's the lack of self-awareness. It's the lack of 
being yourself and understanding you are an individual. Mental health is stigmatized in our society, in multiple societies. So having self-awareness when it comes to mental health takes bravery. Another part I recognize when I'm studying self-awareness as it relates to depression and mental health and, like I say, trying to prevent suicide and those types of really, really dark, what they call like low frequencies kinds of triggers, right? Shame, guilt, fear. Um, I know a lot of young women, PTSD. I've recently been talking about my abortion story. You know, the more and more I talk about it, yeah, it's, it's, I'm attached from it, so I'm able to talk about it in story form. Like I wrote a story about it and I have this kind of script, you could say that I tell, but there's all these other triggers that come, because I never was in therapy at that time. I was 20 years old when I had my abortion, right? And it's like, you're not even, you couldn't, I wasn't even old enough to like go get a drink at the bar, right? So now I'm looking at it from retrospective, being 35, making this podcast, talking about it, listening to young girls, see what they're going through right now. The 10 year old girl that they trying to force to have the baby here. The 16 year old girl that you're making sure her rapist baby, you know, all these different things. I just keep thinking about myself in different scenarios, you know, and I'm like, damn, like, I wrote my story and it was like, it seems like it was nothing compared to what some people's stories are now, right? My self-awareness as it relates to abortion is growing because in today's culture, the word abortion is a lot different than it was when I was 20, you know? So situations like that, it could be, for example, another one is when we watch videos on social media, right? If it's videos about people getting shot or something like that. You know, a lot of us activists, whatever, we take in a lot of that content just to have something to say. I mean, I'm a reporter, right? I read news. Even some people were triggered by just the Will Smith slap, for an example. That was for the world to see, you know? Situations like that, you have to tap into your self-awareness to be like, hmm, I'm a person that was slapped like that before. Or I'm a person that slapped someone like that before, you know? Different situations will trigger our self-awareness differently. This is where fabrics of society comes in we're all different each one teach one we can help each other because some of us have gone through it some of us have not so the ones who have not can provide non going through it perspective i think they call it sympathy and the rest of us who have can provide another perspective of someone a shared experience i think they call it empathy you know so again empathy sympathy these are getting back to our more let's get into heaven words right be kind to yourself be kind to others everyone's trying to figure out their own place in the world, self-awareness is extremely important. So if you could help someone else see themselves more clear, why not take those opportunities, right? That's what I'm trying to do. What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to Live Hangouts to Hear Keeps It Too Real, a podcast for black mental health. If you like this podcast, please share it across your social media feeds so more people can find it. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time.